Welcome to Vegas Revealed episode 56. Today we are hitting the strip at a new museum at the Venetian. It is really cool. And COVID restrictions in Las Vegas are about to ease up, which paves the way for entertainment to come back. We've got all the details. And people know her around the world. She was a Las Vegas headliner, and now a documentary about Britney Spears is all people are talking about. Sean's going to have his personal experience when he interviewed the pop princess. That and more right now on Vegas Revealed. Welcome, everyone, to Vegas Revealed. We are excited. We are at episode 56 already. And just when I thought maybe there wouldn't be anything to talk about this week, there is a lot to talk about. I'm Dana Roselli. And I'm Sean McAllister. And the good news is that uh, we're getting news that paves the way for entertainment to return here in Las Vegas. Nevada's governor, uh, Steve Sizzalak, just kind of laid out the roadmap for reopening in phases, the further reopening, uh, to get us back to a capacity that actually sustains an entertainment industry here in Las Vegas, which we've been lacking for so long, and it's been so decimated here. And it, it, there's finally a bright spot in some target dates. Exactly. So it's very detailed, but just some key dates. February 15th, we're going to be able to have 100 people or 35% of capacity at gatherings and events. Then on March 15th, it's going to 250 people or 50% of capacity. So big change there. Then once we get to May 1st, the governor's handing it over to local authorities. So that's basically, if many people don't know, Las Vegas, there's Las Vegas, the city. Then there's Henderson. We've got Summerlin. We also have the Strip, which is located in Clark County. So it will basically be up to those officials to make their capacity limits and make their rules. But the bottom line, starting May 1st, it looks like that's when we're really going to see the door, you know, go from being a cracked open to halfway open to hopefully, you know, swinging all the way open so that we can finally welcome back as many visitors as possible, welcome back conventions and and have all the all the amenities and entertainment options that people have become used to here in Las Vegas. And it's sounding like uh, at the rate that these vaccinations go and along with this new plan that summertime really is go time for everything to come back close to full force, which we're super excited about. So I know it's only February, but summer can't come soon enough. And switching gears a bit, I want to talk about this documentary out called Framing Britney Spears. Um, She was a longtime headliner here in Las Vegas. And Performed over at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. And you know what? When she first started her show, people gave her a hard time for lip syncing a lot of the songs and all these different things. But when it came down to it, that room was full every single night. She has fans all over the world. People flew in and she literally is the pop princess. We enjoyed having her here in Las Vegas, but this documentary is really causing a lot of waves. Her fans are speaking out and even people who didn't know much about Britney Spears before are watching this and learning a lot about what she had to deal with in her life. Yeah, because uh, framing Britney Spears kind of deals with this whole conservatorship issue. She's been uh, under a conservatorship since 2008 
Um, that's when she had some, you know, mental health problems. And this documentary really, uh, it kind of shows the pressure that she was under leading up to that time in her life and the scrutiny she was under by not only uh, the media, but uh, other people in her life, like her, her, like her dad, who was very strict with her. Um, also the role that, uh, her then boyfriend, Justin Timberlake played and, you know, their relationship ending and how he went on after the fact to kind of talk about their, uh, sex life very publicly and the toll that, that, that had on Britney and how all these things just led up to, you know, the very public kind of unwinding that we saw. Right. And I was looking today on Twitter and noticed a bunch of posts that Justin Timberlake apparently has come out and apologized for his part in that. And I'm seeing a lot of different people throughout Britney's life come forward now and talking about different experiences, some apologizing, some speaking out. But something that is really getting a lot of people talking is the way that a lot of journalists, bloggers, entertainment, gossip columnists handled Britney's situation because um, Many people feel when she was going through all this, you know, and I'm talking about the time where she shaved her head and the paparazzi caught her, they handled it in a way where it was like they knew people were going to eat this up. And so they, I don't want to say sensationalized it, but in many ways did. You know, when they had an interview with her, they kind of egged her on. And people are asking for apologies from what, Diane Sawyer, Perez Hilton... Yeah, Matt Lauer among them too. Um, and it's because in these, in a lot of the high profile interviews that Britney did, they kind of made Britney out to be the villain in all this and, and kind of portraying her as the reason that a lot of these things were happening. Like, oh, Britney, what did you do to cause the breakup? with Justin, you know, what did you do to cause X, Y, and Z? And, you know, in the documentary, it really does show how unfair the media was to her, but what was happening... but but what I was going to say is I just want to interject because I'm I'm looking at all of this going well why didn't anyone say anything back then that's my thing everyone's asking for apologies now but everyone watched it everyone watched it and that's. See, that is part of the vicious cycle that that's really portrayed in this documentary. It shows how uh, the media and, and paparazzi, and this is really when paparazzi culture really, you know, started to just get really nasty. And it shows that people were buying magazines. People were tuning in and giving ratings to these shows when Britney Spears was on there. So was there was a almost a a ravenous uh, consumption of all this type of Britney Spears content, and the media was just playing into that and saying, "Okay, public, you want it? Here it is. We're going to go overboard with it." And I did see a clip that someone recently posted from late night talk show host Craig Ferguson from years prior to now, where he decided, I'm not going to make fun of Britney Spears anymore. I'm not, it's not a joke. It's serious. And it was really interesting how everyone's responding to that now as well, going, oh, good for you. But did they say that back then? That's the thing. 
to his credit, Craig Ferguson did, but everyone else didn't. I don't think everybody realized at the time. Maybe they did. Maybe I'm naive, but um, that what they were doing was actually having a real life toll on Britney Spears, the person. And she's always been a very shy person. She's never been one to like crave the public spotlight outside of when she's on stage, when and she's on stage to do her job. But when she goes home, like she is a very private person who wants to be a relatively normal private person. And that privacy was all just stripped away. Right. And her post on Instagram and Twitter this week, I think, said, I'm just trying to learn how to be a normal person right now. So you could tell that was in response to everything going on. But I want to get to this. And that is that not a lot of people have interviewed Britney Spears, but you, Sean McAllister, the co-host of Vegas Revealed, have. So tell us what that was like. So I think it, it was it was very revealing to me because she was this very shy person. And and I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't quite know what to expect. And this was one of those interviews that I got, I was, I was nervous going into it because I didn't know what to expect from Brittany who had gone through so much in her life. But this was at a point, um, probably halfway through her uh, run of shows here in Las Vegas, and she was revamping the show. I went over there and, uh, you know, met with her team. She had a, a big team around her, publicists, managers, hair and makeup. Um, but there there weren't really... I, I know that there was a lot of talk about how Britney is heavily managed. But I didn't see... There, there was never any sort of um, vetting process about the questions I was going to ask her. There wasn't any, uh, like I wasn't being managed in going over to interview her, which I know that there's been talk that, you know, journalists are, you know, especially lately that there there's a management process there. Um, from my perspective, I was there to talk with Brittany about the show. We did talk about uh, her kids being here in Las Vegas as well. And they were having, you know, a normal time in the back of the theater. They set up a basketball hoop. So when, you know, Brittany was there to to rehearse the show and do her job, the kids went out back and, and played basketball with some of the bodyguards and some of the security staff. So they had a, a as normal a time as possible in living here. And she was able to have a pretty normal life with her kids too. I know they went to some restaurants down on the strip. They went to Cirque du Soleil shows. So they, she was giving them a very normal existence. I'd use normal in quotes, but you know, as normal a life as possible while she was here doing her work, performing her shows, which, you know, brought in tons of money for Caesars entertainment and for Brittany and Brittany's estate. Right. And once that show was finished, she then 
was it a year? It took about a year break before they announced she was coming back to Park MGM, which is MGM Resorts International. Then when that was supposed to kick off, before it had kind of really got any legs and it was just the announcement, they had canceled that show. And that's kind of when people were on to the fact that something was going on and something wasn't right again in her life. Yeah. And Brittany blamed the cancellation of that show on her dad being sick in the hospital and she just wanted to spend family time, blah, blah, blah. Well, in this documentary, it's revealed that um, Brittany essentially made the decision to kind of stop performing because her dad was in control of her finances under this conservatorship, the way it was laid out. And she didn't want to be making any more money going into her dad's pockets. She, she was fed up with her dad being in control of her life. Um, she's been asking courts to, uh, you know, change the way the conservatorship is set up and have somebody else be in control of that. And actually just within the past week, she was back in court and a judge did side with Brittany and said that this third party uh, bank investment group has equal power in determining Brittany's investments and finances along with her dad. So that was a win for Brittany that her dad doesn't have sole uh, power over her finances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot, a lot has come out of this. And, you know, in the end, I think everyone just hopes that it's all positive for Brittany. You know, I think that people have attached to her and care about her well-being. And you can see that is very evident by the amount of people that come forward to her defense. And I'm talking about her fans and the world out there that loves her music. So we'd love to see her back in Las Vegas for sure. I know that. And uh, we wish her well. And if you're interested in watching the documentary, it's now streaming on Hulu. We're going to take a quick break, and Sean and I are going over to the Museum of Dream Space. It's called, for short, MODS, at the Grand Canal Shops at the Venetian. We check it out, and we interview one of the managers over there. It's a place to go if you want some really good pictures. We'll tell you about it coming up next. As always, we want to thank you for listening to us here on Vegas Revealed. And there are more ways than ever for you to listen. And that now includes all of our episodes being uploaded to our Vegas Revealed YouTube channel. So if you're ever on the go or you want to play it on your TV, go ahead and dial us up at Vegas Revealed on YouTube and uh, play our episodes there. Also, Vegas-Revealed.com. We have also been really appreciating your reviews. So if you can go to us on Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review, a positive one if you like the show, we would really appreciate it. It helps people discover us, and it is so important. So thanks again for listening, everyone. Welcome back to Vegas Revealed. So, Dana, we are out and about taking a field trip and making a couple stops, and now we're right here on the Strip. I know, and you know what? I feel so hip where we are because it's one of the coolest places I've been to in a while, and I'm super excited about this. It's the Mods Museum. It's inside the Venetian, and with us we have Gabriela Diaz, who is one of the managers here, to kind of talk us through what this place is and boy it's super visual it it is i mean this is one of the most instagrammable places that i've ever seen gabriella how are you good good thank you thank you guys for having me here (laughs) Uh, we were just chatting about all the different rooms that you just walked us through and why don't you just walk our listeners through you know 
what people can expect as far as you know the creativity of each room and, and kind of the, the theme of each room? Of course. So we have six studios, as I like to call it. The first one is the gold one. It's beautiful. It's our fancy one. It's a pretty much a blank canvas where you guys can just get creative with. That's the whole point of this place is to get creative with photography and videos. We give you guys pretty much a room for for creativity to just unleash that, that inner side. Um, you can pretty much come in and out for the whole day. So that's why we allow you guys to reevaluate your photos or videos and come back. The first room's the gold room, then you go on along and you're gonna make your way to the moon room. The moon room right now, we're doing a special edition for where it's actually viewing our Valentine's Day projection. So it's pretty cool, it's just rotating. So you guys can go ahead and take photos of each, each another one. And then we have our Tesla bulb room, which is amazing. We have over 100 light bulbs in there that bring out your inner child. Uh, pretty much you touch the light bulbs and it's like a little bit of electricity at your fingertips. And then you can move along and then you're going to hit the tropical rainforest room, which is amazing. It's relaxing. I get a lot of people that make a really cool, you know, yoga post in there. It's really, really fun. And then uh, we have our pink room, which I like to call it our jellyfish room because it's so cool. Our lights are always shining different colors on them. So it gives you a different contrast in every shot. And then you're making your way to our last room, which is our artist room. It's a 360 projection room where it's showing Adam Reller's artwork. He's a local artist and he's just got different faces of Vegas and they're amazing. They pop out different colors, they pulsate and it just brings a different illusion into the room, which is amazing. And, and what I love about mods is that this is each room is a combination of projections and physical installations. So it's a wide variety of, of art and installation and, and really a unique idea. Where did this idea come from? This idea came from just our new generation. If you think about it, everybody's super involved with social media right now. And everybody's kind of like glued at home right now due to the pandemic. So if you think about it, we have an open space for all types of generations to just come in, get creative, and just really unleash that size or just get excited about anything these days. So we opened up two in California. They did extremely well. And why not Vegas? Vegas is the prime spot where all everybody comes to just for a fun time. And so since a lot of things are closed, we are open. And it's, like I said, it's something to look forward and just have fun in. And I think right now, people's you know, Instagram feeds are a little dry because there's not a lot to take pictures of. So they can come here and, and load up their phone with all sorts of content for months to come. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I had a couple in here that came in four times with different outfits each time and they were so ready they were like we have posts for the next two months for our social media you can come in and take thousands of pictures there's no limit to the time that you can be in here and you can make boomerangs on your instagram it's amazing i love it the creativity is endless here and that's the first time that i've heard of a, a ticket like you have that that gives you all day access and how often have you gone to an attraction and tried to snap that perfect picture, found out that it didn't work, or you go back and you're like, eh, this really isn't what I was thinking about. And, and you can't go back and redo it because it's only a one-time admission, but you guys take the worry about out, out of that. It's redos all day. Yeah, we, we really love that. And guests do love it too. Like they reevaluate their photos and they're like, oh, this one could have been a little bit better, like you said. And they come back and they're so excited. They're like, all right, we're ready now. We know what to do. <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. It's a good point for sure. And you guys have been open about two months and plan on being here. For, this isn't just a temporary thing. 
no. So the cool thing is we're going to be upgrading this place 100%. Um, in the next month or two, like I was telling you guys off, it, we're pretty much going to put a cafe in here that we're going to have tea, cafe, some sweet treats. Super excited to be working with them. And on top of that, we just put in some new projections that are about to light up these floors. So it's about to look even better than it already does. And is this experience going to be something that evolves over time, some installations that will make people want to come back for something new? Of course, yeah. And like I said earlier, we have a local artist with us that works with us. We're working with so many more artists and are like we are super open-minded. So when people come at us with ideas, we're willing to work on this place and we are willing to upgrade it. So this place, this is just the beginning. That's what I was going to say. Do you guys... Um plan on changing the rooms often um not completely but some of them just upgrades like the pink room like i said we're gonna definitely do some upgrades in there we're gonna put like a centerpiece that really draws people in for more attention worthy photos but other than that it's gonna stay the same just with more upgrades that's all and then like i said the 360 room we're just gonna change that up with local artist work which is gonna be awesome So for people in Utah, Arizona, California who are listening, anyone within driving distance, especially if you're here in Las Vegas and you call Las Vegas home, this is the place that you want to come out to. And this is something for all ages, too. Yes, it's incredible. Little kids have fun here, too. I've had little kids that don't even want to leave. Just before you got here, I had a kid crying because he wanted to stay. It's very, it's different. It's just, like you guys said, it, there's something that calls your attention to every age group. So it's amazing to see them still, like, just in awe with all the pretty lights and the art installation that we have and just, like, running around. The, you know, we have our social distancing. We're following all the C- CDC guidelines, which is awesome. We have sanitizing stations. We have arrows showing where to people to, like, walk to and stuff. So overall, it's a great time. I'm really glad to be a part of this team, honestly. I feel like sometimes with these types of attractions, there's one shot that you need to get. But here, it seems like there's like multiple shots. So it, you it could do one room and it could be endless. You could be in there for a half hour. Yes, every room's a blank canvas. It's what you make of it, honestly. Uh, we always encourage everybody that walks in through that door. We try to put them in the mindset to just have that creative mindset already. Like, listen, this is for pictures and videos. Are you ready or what? <laughs> and yes, there's endless of photos in each room. It's amazing. Um, You can take a photo in each different corner of the room and it'll come out completely different than the last. It's awesome. And so uh, for people who who do want to come and and start snapping photos, doing their boomerangs, their videos, where can they find you here inside the Venetian and Palazzo? So we're going to be on the luxury wing of the Grand Canal shops inside the Venetian. Uh, You'll find us right in front of Tory Birch and in the corner of Grimaldi's. That's where you'll find us. And it's easy to find. Once you reach our floor, you'll find us. Just ask anybody. Listen, Gabriella, we love you giving some time to us to talk about this and love your energy. We're super excited for everyone to check this out. If you want more information, you can go to modsvegas.com. That's M-O-D-S, Vegas.com. Everything will be there for you. And check out the pictures and videos that we snapped inside Mods on our Vegas Revealed social channels. And Dana, we're on to our next stop. We are. We're off to Crimson at Red Rock Crimson and Bloom this time. Yeah, and Crimson is something that we told you about on episode 55 of Vegas Revealed. It was one of our tips to head over there because they were transforming everything for springtime 
for Crimson in Bloom. And let me tell you, it is spectacular. Actually, at Christmas time, uh, we talked about Crimson as well because they kind of, it looked like Christmas just barfed all over the place and in the best way possible. And uh, that was uh, Merry Crimson. But now they have reinvented this lounge space for springtime. And it's beautiful, isn't it, Dana? Yeah, and if you've seen the TV show on Netflix, uh, Bridgerton, a lot of people are saying it looks like it's right out of there, but it's absolutely beautiful. And, you know, we have videos and pictures on our social media sites at Dana Roselli and at Sean MCTV is our Instagram pages, plus our at Vegas Revealed. You have to see it to appreciate it. And I know we're getting a lot of reaction because it is gorgeous. And who doesn't love a beautiful setting, the choice to be outside on a patio and feel safe. It was gorgeous out the other night here in Las Vegas, by the way. And some of the drinks they have are so unique. I had, I said to the waitress, I don't want something super sweet. And she was like, oh, you have to try the heirloom tomato. It tastes like the caprese salad. And I was like, no. And she's like, yes. And I know it sounds weird, but it's good. And it was delicious. It was like drinking a garden, but I can't explain it. It was so good. I know. I was kind of skeptical about the tomato drinks. I was thinking, "Mm, is this just going to be like a Bloody Mary? But it's not. I ended up getting one of those too. And it is just so unique. It is very difficult to explain um, what it tasted like. I mean, there's... Like tomato, it's tomato-y, but it's not like thick Mm-mm. tomato. It's like the essence of tomato. Essence or... and basil and I don't know. It's just delicious. Yeah, it's really good. And then there was a, a vanilla orchid is what it's called. And that one was absolutely delicious. Uh, also, uh, one of the mint infused drinks uh, that I tried was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then there was the food. Mm-hmm. How do you say it? <laughs> it's I ask you all the time. I say it wrong. What is it called? It's called a charcuterie board. I like to say shashuterie. <laughs> charcuterie. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Dried fruits, tons of cheeses, crackers and meats. Absolutely delicious. I devoured it because <laughs> I hadn't eaten dinner and I was like, I need, I'm hungry. And I just was like, wow, I really just like licked the plate clean here. And so uh, Crimson and Bloom is going to be in season through May, and then then they'll transform for, for summertime. But they're doing uh, custom weddings over at uh, Crimson and Bloom also, which would be a gorgeous setting. I mean, with the flowers just dripping mm. from the ceiling and gorgeous chandeliers. And they have champagne vending machines that are fully stocked with the little mini bottles of uh, regular champagne, also the rosé. They have table-side rosé carts that come around. So it's super cute. Uh, if you're living here in Las Vegas, head over to Red Rock Resort, uh, Crimson inside of Red Rock, blooming right now uh, through May. Yeah, and if you're staying here and staying on the Strip, make an appointment to go over there too, or stay at Red Rock. Why not? It's one of our great hotel casinos. You don't always have to stay on the Strip. So we loved it. And also just make sure that you make a reservation because I have a feeling that is going to be busy. And remember, we are at still... Uh, certain capacity levels so they can't just you know pack everyone in there so I would definitely make a reservation and call ahead it also uh, opens to the public on February 12th so it's now open on the weekends all right let's move on to our tips because there's a really cool new place that opened here in town and listen I know people love their cars and their exotic and luxury cars so this is perfect it's called all star cars and it's a car rental place now open in Las Vegas but 
it's not just your typical, you know, you're not, you're not going to rent the, uh, well, like my car, Nissan Altima. <laughs> no, I don't think they have any Altimas in stock. These are like super high-end exotic and luxury cars. They have cars and uh, luxury uh, SUVs in stock also. And they have a showroom where you go over there, pick your car, and then you just drive around like a baller. I mean, these are some pretty high-end vehicles. So, um if you're in town, they have Bentleys, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, um, the Slingshot. Those are those three-wheeled, like, open-air cars. Um, also, they have, like, a, a Rolls-Royce SUV, which is super cool. I mean, that's, like, pimping. Exactly. And they're now open seven days a week from 10 to 6, and they do this VIP pickup and delivery to select hotels too, and also to the airport. So, you know, that would be even better, right? (laughs) That's luxurious to get picked up and then have your car to go. So it's a really cool new concept. I mean, we've had, we have a lot of different places that are similar around town, but the luxury car experience where it's not like only sports cars, you know, they have a wide variety. Again, this is all star cars. Their website is allstarcarslv.com, and it's also been opened by two nightlife veterans. So they have a lot of experience. They know what that type of customer wants, so they're going to treat you really, really well. And Dana, kind of going along with uh, the whole car experience, right now we have a lot of Las Vegas visitors who are driving into town. And when you're driving in, whether it's from California, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, even if you're wherever you're driving in from, your car's going to get a little dirty, right? Well, I've been recently doing some research about getting our lawn replaced. We're looking to get some turf and Southern Nevada Water Authority has some incentives to get that done. But when I was looking on their website, Dana, they actually have coupons for companies like car washes that use water smart technology. And you can get there's a whole list of of coupons to to get discounted car washes, which I thought was really cool, especially for people, obviously, who live here, but who are driving into town, too. Definitely. And listen, who doesn't love a good coupon? I know that sometimes we get lazy, we don't look for them, but now we're telling you, go to snwa.com and there you will find all sorts of rebates and coupons. It's really simple. And listen, I think, you know, car washes can add up. And here... With it being so dusty, or even if you're driving into town from Arizona or California, you want to get the car washed. So anyway, keep it in mind. It's a great place to go. Who doesn't love a good coupon and a good discount? So good job, Sean, finding that. I know I'm going to go there for sure. <laughs> I got excited about a coupon. I don't know. I, maybe that tells you something about my my place in life. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're all got that saving money you know, mentality going on right now. That's for sure. But boy, a jam-packed Vegas Revealed podcast. We got to talk about a lot today. Uh, We're looking forward to opening up a little bit more here in the Las Vegas area. And I know our listeners that are outside of Las Vegas and looking forward to coming and visiting us again, that will probably be welcome news to them too. And uh, also, just a side note, we just learned that uh, March 25th, the new Virgin Hotels property is going to be opening up. So we'll have more on that in future episodes here on Vegas Revealed. 
Also coming up next week, we are visiting Area 15, a really new exhibit that they've added. This place, if you haven't seen it yet, is incredible, and Sean and I are excited to check it out in person. So until then, have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye.